0: I'm CBS 47's John Bachman.
1: And I'm Tanika Hughes. Right now, we're working to bring you new information on the day's top stories for Action News Jackson 5.
0: Because with more reporters covering Jacksonville, we can bring you more in-depth news coverage from your neighborhood.
1: And I'm Jacksonville's chief meteorologist, Mike Burrish. I'm constantly tracking any potential severe weather, so I can warn you first to keep you safe.
0: Join us today, starting at
1: 5 on CBS 47 Action News Jax. Local coverage you can count on. Hey guys, welcome back to BabeCast. You know, it's been a few weeks. Times have really changed, in case you haven't noticed. So I've been trying to come up with new ways to still do this podcast, and I sat in front of my computer for an hour trying to do it virtually via Skype so that you could watch some video and watch us talking to each other, but... You'd know, you think me working in media, I would be able to figure these things out. I could not, so I recorded it on the phone. Obviously, the audio isn't going to sound as good as it normally does because obviously I can't have anybody come into the studio. But I still want to keep the podcast going, so this is what I'm going to say. If you or somebody you know are doing extra things during this crazy freaking time, I want to know about it. Please reach out to me. If you have a friend or you have a business – Who needs some extra attention right now. This is what this podcast is for. Is to support people in our community. And that's what I'm trying to do. So please don't hesitate to reach out. Go follow me on Instagram. DM me there. That's probably the best way. At BabeCastPod. Anyways, I haven't really been going too insane. I'm still coming to work. So that definitely helps. But my boyfriend is working from home. So that is interesting. Because I usually am used to having that time alone. When I get home because we have such different hours. So it's been an adjustment, but it's kind of cool because I get to see him more. And you know, we watch a lot of the great British Bake Off, which people have told me was amazing and I didn't really believe it. And holy crap, we are addicted. We've watched three seasons in probably three days and I'm not even sorry. And now I officially bake things. I made several breads and I basically can't button my jeans. So we're all going to come out on the other end of this looking a little different, not being able to get our hair done, not being able to fit in our clothes, maybe drinking a little bit too much. I have a full recycling bin outside of my house, but you know what? We're getting through this together, and that's the whole point, right? Anyways, I will stop rambling now and get on with the show. So we had this episode scheduled to record a while back, obviously before all of this happened, so we ended up doing it on the phone. And she is so extremely talented. If you're into tattoos, or even if you're not, she's just an amazing artist. So please welcome to Babe Cast Jenna Boyder. I, I literally just spent an hour this morning trying to set this up so that we could like record the Skype call for video, and for right. some reason we can't figure this shit out, so I'm really sorry. <laughs> hey, that's
0: okay. I'm, I'm good off video, so that's fine.
1: Okay, but fair enough. So um, we'll just do it over the phone. It's not going to sound the best as it would have via uh, the Skype in the video, but it's fine. We have to make do, you know? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. It is what it is. So, how are you? How's it going? How are you holding up with all this craziness in the world right now?
0: Um. Yeah, I'm. I'm doing good. It's definitely. It's uh, different. Yeah. Um. You know, adapting to a new normal and not working is insane. Um.
1: It's weird, but, right? Uh, the
0: cool thing is that every tattoo artist in the world right now isn't working, so it's kind of a bonding experience.
1: <laughs> Have you really <laughs> bonded with everybody about this? Like, do you connect with people on social media and stuff?
0: Oh, yeah, all the time. I feel like we're like surgeons that just want to cut, you know, like just joking about wishing we could tattoo.
1: Is Electric Chair Tattoo your actual company or you just work for them? Um, I just work for them. Okay, cool. And that is in St. Augustine or somewhere? Yeah, we're um, we're on St. Augustine Beach. Okay, awesome. Um, where are you? Are you from Jacksonville originally?
0: Um, I'm actually from Virginia originally, but I moved to St.
1: Augustine um, twenty years ago. So, oh, okay. um, I've been I've been in Florida for a while. Yeah. Awesome. So, how long have you been tattooing?
0: Uh, it's been maybe like four and a half years
1: now. Wow. Okay. Was this something like? How did you even get into it? Was this something that you always wanted to do? Are you? You're obviously an artist. So, was how did you take that passion into wanting to like be a tattoo artist?
0: Yeah. Um. So I always wanted to tattoo ever since I first saw what tattoos were. Um, I did a lot of drawing growing up, um, a lot of, you know, doodles in my diary and whatnot. Yeah. Um, so then I, I bought a bunch of Sharpie markers and I would color on all my friends growing up and it kind of just adapted (laughs) from there.
1: Like Um. magic marker tattoos.
0: (laughs) Oh yeah. Yeah. All the time my mom would threaten that we were all going to get like ink poisoning.
1: (laughs) I know. We used to do the, um, no one ever remembers these, but we used to have those Milky Pens. Do you yes,
0: yes. <laughs> I yes was like, and then you'd have like that black paper you could draw on too. Yes,
1: I was obsessed with that. And we would always come home with stuff all over our hands and my mom would say the same thing. And I was just like, eh, it'll be yep. fine, mom. It looks really cool. <laughs> all the cool kids are doing yes, it. Yeah, so
0: <laughs> I turned gel pens into a career, so. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, it worked out for you. Um, yes. So, where are you? What are you doing at home? Like when you're not, you. I know you're doing some things aside, like on the side. But what are you like binging anything, or how are you kind of coping with this weird quarantine situation that we're in?
0: Yeah, definitely. It is very weird. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to do a little bit of something every day, so a little, you know, hour of fitness, an hour of being creative. Um, I started rewatching Breaking Bad. So oh, that's hell been, uh, yeah! Definitely killing some time.
1: That's a good idea. And, rewatching um, something that my, was amazing.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, My roommate is a bartender, so um, she's been home making us, you know, fresh cocktails, and that's been fun. We have a pool in our backyard, so we've just been floating around and
1: passing time. Oh, my God. You guys are, like, on the mini vacation. I keep saying to myself, all I really want is a pool, and I feel like I'd be fine with this quarantine stuff.
0: (laughs) See, I do feel, like, weirdly spoiled, and I feel very guilty about it, but I've just
1: been enjoying it. You have to, right? There's no other option. (laughs) What is, yeah, exactly. what would you say is the first place you're going to go to once this is all over and you're allowed to, when we're all allowed to go in public again? Oh boy, that's a good question. I know, it's hard. Um, it's you like... know,
0: I recently started working out at Orange Theory and I have been craving so badly just to get back in there. So that'd probably be like my first thing is get a good sweat in at Orange Theory um, and then probably get into the shop.
1: Yeah. Me too. I I uh, I've been. I think I've been going to Orange Theory for like two years now, and ever since they closed, I'm like, wow, I didn't realize how much I needed that in my life.
0: (laughs) Oh, it's so good. I love it every day. I look forward to it. So that's been like hard.
1: I know it's really hard, but I mean, it's better than you know going in there. It's like probably the germiest thing when you really think about it. I'm like, now everybody's gonna be all paranoid, (laughs) touching the same weights and everything. (laughs) Exactly. Um, (laughs) Is there anything that you feel like you've learned about yourself? since this whole thing happened like I feel like people are discovering you know I definitely realized I'll just give you my examples that I'm like I used to joke about being OCD but I'm like for sure OCD like I cannot <laughs> relax unless like everything's clean around me and like things are put in its place so is there anything right, that you right, realize I had that <laughs>
0: um yeah definitely for me being home has just made me realize that I've been working way too much oh yeah um The past three years, I've had appointments all day, every day. Um, When I'm in the shop, you know, from 10 to 8, I cram in as much as I can. I'm drawing for three hours a day. Um, So, you know, taking time aside, it made me realize, like, I always thought I had to do that. I had to do it. But now I'm sitting at home, and I'm like, I don't have to, you know, push that much. I can still set aside time to be home, be with my husband, you know, kind of finding more of a balance.
1: Yeah, it's really, like, forcing you to do that, too, right? Yeah, (laughs) Especially people who would like consider themselves maybe like a workaholic, you kind of are really getting to see like, oh, there's a little bit of life outside of what we're like forcing ourselves to do every single day.
0: Oh, exactly. And you feel like your job's so important. You have to be there all the time. And then you're told you're non-essential and you're just like, wow. I guess I don't.
1: I know. No, I, I don't have to
0: do it all the time.
1: Sometimes feel like you guys should be essential. Like I need a haircut really bad. <laughs> like all yeah, these
0: it's definitely therapy.
1: All these things that are that are not deemed essential. I feel like, you know, we could we could maybe make them essential for these people who are out here and need some. Yeah, I
0: totally agree. <laughs>
1: Um, so when you first started and you were, you discovered, you figured out this is what you wanted to do. Um, what was the process like of you physically being like, okay, this is what I want to do and like getting in there and actually tattooing people.
0: Um, so I was really lucky. I met Danny who owns our shop here and he's amazing. Mm -hmm. Um, I met him through my husband and uh, we were friends for years and I was in college at the time. Uh, so I was doing a lot of artwork and, um, he knew I wanted to tattoo and he saw my work. And he was like, wow, yeah, if if you are serious about it and you want to come in here and and work, you know, I'll apprentice you. So um, he offered that to me, which was insane. Um, So I went in and I, yeah, it was, it was, yeah, it was crazy. So I went into the shop and I did an apprenticeship. um, And uh, having that given to me was incredible. So I would just go in and I'd hang around the shop and watch people tattoo and, You know, in return, I would do little social media things for them or graphic design stuff or, you know, videotape them tattooing and post it on YouTube, Um, just trying to be useful.
1: Yeah, just trying to get as much experience as possible, I imagine.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, I was just in the shop watching and learning and absorbing everything.
1: Was it, like, the scariest feeling ever when you first when you tattooed somebody for the first time, or did you have somebody that you knew, like maybe your husband or friend or something, so it wasn't as bad?
0: <laughs> yeah, so I did tattoo my husband for the first time, but I almost feel like it was worse because I was so nervous, and I was like, if this looks like crap, I'm going to have to see it every day for the rest of my <laughs> life.
1: So that was that, kind of terrifying. That's such and, a good point. Uh, I didn't even think about that. yeah. <laughs>
0: Yeah, it was scary. And I, I remember exactly that like moment of trying to like put the uh, ink in and just every time I would go to do it, I was like, oh, I can't do this. I can't do this. And finally, when I did it, I was like, oh, my God, I'm finally tattooing. It was so crazy.
1: Yeah. And then I imagine it's just more it gets easier and easier with experience. Like the more you, it's kind of one of those things, the more you do it, the better you get. Right.
0: Oh, absolutely. Yeah. The busier I am, the more I'm in my like flow of things, the easier I can work, you know, but when you take time off, especially like this, it's definitely going to be hard Yeah, um, diving back in because it's a very hands-on thing. And once you take time away, it's, it's hard to kind of get that feeling back.
1: Right. But I feel like, I mean, you'll probably just, you'd think that maybe now, but once you start doing it again, you're like, oh, it's just like, uh, this is my thing. I'm used to it. Jump right back in. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Absolutely. Can, do you have like Do you have like a specific style or can you describe what you typically like to do the most? Or even though I know people are requesting different things all the time, but is there, do they come to you for your style or is there other, you know, is there people who request something crazy that you're like, ah, it's not for me? Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, So fortunately, the past couple of years, I've been really lucky to kind of dive into my style and people... Um, responded well to it so right. nowadays I, I get to do everything that I want to do instead of spending all day doing other people's crazy ideas that don't go well with what I do right so um, I do a lot of nature work um, the past couple of years I decided I don't really enjoy working with color so I just told everyone I don't do color anymore and you know people were still receptive to it and came in and I do um, all black ink Um, And most of my work is pretty feminine, um, fine lines, nature, flowers, dot work. Um, But I've been so lucky that, you know, if someone comes in and they want something that I feel like is either outside of my style or maybe even outside of my capabilities, you know, I can just be honest now and tell them. Hey, right. I love your idea, but I have another artist that could do it better.
1: Right, that's good. And then you can just suggest it instead of being like are that's not that's not my thing. <laughs> right? This exactly.
0: Is... And it's all about finding the way to word things to people. You don't want to make them feel like their idea is stupid or something you'd hate, you know, you just wanna say, Hey, that's so cool. This guy does this and he would probably love doing this project.
1: Right. And I feel like there is kind of like a stigma with tattoo. Um, like parlors and artists who you know you always like I personally feel like like whatever I want I feel like they're gonna be like this is dumb (laughs) do you know what I mean like I always I always feel like I only have one tattoo and it's small it's just like fine line script but like I feel like I when I got it I was like the guy definitely was like this is so stupid and such a trend Yeah, yeah and like I just I feel like that's kind of maybe a stigma or maybe some true in some places I'm not sure but I feel like it is intimidating to even walk into a place like that and and request something because you know you don't you're not sure how it's going to be received. You know.
0: Yeah. No. I totally agree. Um, the first time I went to go get my first tattoo, the the shop owner there was super condescending. He acted really annoyed to even be talking to a young girl who yeah. wanted to get tattooed. And uh, I I wanted to pull a pretty woman like big mistake because now I'm covered in tattoos and he was a total jerk. So I left and went somewhere else. Yeah. But um. But yeah, that's that's something I've learned about our shop is we're super welcoming. Um, it's a good vibe when you walk in. There's bright colors, you know, houseplants, good music, like, everyone's very friendly and it's, when you walk in everyone always says wow this is so different than any other shop so
1: absolutely and then it, it, it may be that I feel like that makes people just want to keep coming back right that's what I would think
0: yeah yeah that's the goal <laughs> that's
1: the goal right that's why I never <laughs> understood those artists that are like that because I'm just like don't you want people I mean like maybe I just want like a small little dumb tattoo now in your opinion but maybe I'll start wanting more and then I would want you to you know it, it's one of those things I imagine where it's like you find an artist like a hairstylist or something, you just want to keep going back to that same person, right? You probably have like a lot of repeat customers or clients, right? Right.
0: And the thing I've definitely learned is that maybe your client might not remember everything about the tattoo artist, but they will always remember how they felt while they were there and while they were getting tattooed. So if people leave feeling just like discouraged and like they weren't listened to, um, they'll always remember that.
1: Right. That's, that's a hundred percent correct. And I think that's also like one of the reasons that I've like, I've wanted so many more tattoos, and I just, like, I don't know, I always just, like, psych myself out. I'm like, oh, I just feel like they're going to think it's dumb, and, like, maybe I just won't do it. And then I just, like, don't do it.
0: <laughs> well, hey, just pop on down. I know. <laughs> <and Beach. laughs> now I
1: want to. Um, I feel like I saw on your Instagram that a lot of people kind of submit stories or, or situations in their life or people that are really important to them, and you, you almost, like, create that image in a tattoo. And Is that something that you're doing frequently? Or am I just, like, making something up?
0: (laughs) No, no, you're not at all. Um, So I started doing that um, when I wasn't able to work anymore. Okay. Um, And I just posted, you know, share some ideas of the tattoo that you would want to get done. And so, you know, every day I was doing, like, three or four of the designs just to give people a little, you know, a little Um, pick-me-up. And it was super actually, like, touching for me a lot of their a lot of their stories were sad or, you know, uplifting or someone who had passed away. And it was kind of a way to just keep connecting to people.
1: Oh my God. I love that idea so much. So is that something that you want? Because that way they almost could see what you create and then maybe they would want that tattoo. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean,
0: hopefully, you know, they would come in and get it done, but if not, at least they have a cool, a cool design that represents, you know, something in their life. So it's been really fun and um, yeah, I definitely want to keep doing it.
1: I love that too. It's such a good way to connect with people. And did you like reach out to? Did you just post like, "Hey guys, share your stories," and then people a bunch of people just messaged you, or how did that?
0: Yeah, there's still hundreds more of ideas on um, on that comment on my page.
1: Oh my god! Um, I and I just
0: that. said, "Yeah, share your ideas," and um, and people have been doing that, which is so cool because for me, like drawing in the first place was like um, like writing in a diary, like getting out you know, things that you go through, breakups or, you know, anything like that. So right. for me, being able to do that for other people in such a crazy time right now has been like really, you know, helpful.
1: Yeah. And I mean, like, let's be honest, we're all just on our social medias and stuff right now. So it's just kind of a cool, different way to connect, you know, versus all the bad news <laughs> that we have to listen yeah, to. Yeah, absolutely. Day. Um, so what are some of the ways that you that people can maybe support artists right now? Um. I know that, I, I saw on your Instagram that you're drawing and trying to sell things and stuff like that. But is there, I mean, is there any way that you would suggest people could help out? You know, we all want to just help each other, especially like when it's a, a local business. So I just imagine that there, there's there got to be some ways that you can also, we all need to pay our bills. So is there is there any way right, right. that you, you can... You know,
0: I think for most of us it's just like we have a creative outlet being able to sell t-shirts or paintings and prints and things you know it's always a way to help artists by buying stuff like that yeah but you know at the same time we'll all get back to work and we'll we'll be okay it's more of just being able to put stuff out there and make people happy and being able to connect with people
1: Um, but i do
0: know there are some artists that are raffling off tattoos or um you know selling gift cards and things so that's another option too
1: yeah, that's a good—that's what I heard, too, even for, like, local places to get a gift card because then you're still, fi- like, funding or financially helping that place while they're not, you know, making any money or open. Right, Are right. You, you're selling T-shirts or or, some, or drawings or something on your Instagram as well? No? Or am I? Yeah, so okay. um,
0: I, I did finally order T-shirts. It's the first time I've ever did a run of them, and I sold all of them, so I just reordered a whole nother set. Nice. Um, and then I also have a little art project I've been working on. Um, We had a tree limb fall down during uh, Hurricane Matthew a couple years ago, and uh, my husband chopped up all the wood little panels. Uh So I've been painting on those and selling them on my website.
1: Oh, that's so cool. And it's just your drawings, like whatever you felt like the need to draw that day and just like a little decoration. Yeah.
0: Yep. And then then you can hang them on the wall.
1: That's so cute. What would you say is your favorite part of your job?
0: Um, I would say, I mean, there's a lot of connecting with people and hearing their stories, but I think my favorite thing to do is, uh, you know, at the end of a tattoo, wipe it off and uh, let them look in the mirror, yeah. And the way that like just catching their expression the first second they see their tattoo is like the coolest thing in the whole world, yeah. And I think, um, it's insane. I mean, seeing people smile is like it's so fulfilling,
1: yeah. That's that's gotta be awesome because it's kind of like your vision and their vision and their idea. And a lot of times I feel like tattoos mean a lot to a person, whether it be something sad or, you know, like you said, all those stories that you read and you got messaged. And I feel like it just, it means so much more than just what people think sometimes, you know?
0: Yeah, totally. And There's no other like more honest representation than seeing how someone else looks at themselves in the mirror. Yeah. So just seeing, you know, they're going to show you the most honest way that they feel about the tattoo. So when they light up, it's just so cool.
1: Yeah. Do you have any advice for somebody who, um, obviously, this is such a weird time right now, so it's even harder to say. But, like, how you followed through with your passion and, you know, now you're, you're successful and you're doing what you love, y- despite the weird times. <laughs> what would advice right. would you give to somebody else who just really wants to do that? Because I feel like this, at this point in time, it's really a good almost like a reset, like a look back at like, what am I even doing? And what should I be really focusing my energy on? Right? You know, so so do you have advice for somebody who who kind of would like a reset to everything? After all this is over with?
0: Yeah, I mean, I would say that um, think about what it is that you really want, and then all you have to do is research what steps do I have to do to get there, and you can do it.
1: Um, I remember
0: when I wanted to tattoo, I was like a scared, anxious little girl and thought, like, there's no way I would be too scared. It sounds really intimidating, but, like, you know, you just take the small steps to get there, and then all of a sudden, you know, it's in your reach. And it's, it's insane to be able to look back and be like, wow, I never thought I would be here. Absolutely. So just, you know, believing that you can do it.
1: Yeah, and, like, don't let those doubts or anxieties, like, take over because then, you know, it's just going to get the best of you. And, and like, anybody right. is better than that. So where can um, people follow you? you have, do you have a website? I do. Okay. Um,
0: actually, that was one of my quarantine projects. I just built a website.
1: Oh, nice. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah,
0: oh. so on my website, uh, my name is uh, luckily kind of original. My last name is so Jenna Boyter, boyte com is my website.
1: Okay, cool and then you have like obviously pictures and stuff on there that people can get like a vibe of what um what you do and and maybe you, even some inspo. Like what if what if somebody was like I have no idea what I want but I really like your style would you just completely create something for them? Or is that is Oh that- yeah, I
0: love that. As long as someone loves my style and tells me I don't care just something that you do, I'm so happy with that. If someone says I don't know at all anything and they don't like my style then that's not as easy but you know, if you like what I do, then I usually will just ask them like a couple questions like, hey, do you like flowers or are you, do you want like a bird? Yeah. And then what, I'll just draw something
1: up. Yeah, right. Like, what do you like? And tell me. And then I'll just try to do it. I don't I don't imagine anybody would want to come to you if they didn't like your style. That doesn't really make sense in my mind. You would be
0: surprised. You would be surprised. <laughs> I
1: bet. They're like, hey, <laughs> I will see come to me. all the amazing work you do, but I don't like any of that. Do this eagle or something. I don't know. <laughs> they
0: literally do. Like, I love your work so much. Can you do a full tribal sleeve on me? <laughs>
1: yeah. I'm
0: like, that's not, no, that's not how
1: this works. I would like some flames, please. <laughs> yes, around my neck. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh it's so funny but i feel like the mo- the majority of the the things that i've seen from you are on your instagram i feel like you're constantly updating that you're obviously running that yourself right yes yes okay so what is your instagram so everybody can go follow you yeah so it's just jenna boiter okay cool everyone go follow her and if you've been wanting a tattoo after all this is over this is the time to go get it because why the hell not right
0: now is the time <laughs> well not now but no soon. not now
1: <laughs> Well Jenna, thank yes. you so much. It was so nice talking to you. I hope that um this is all over very soon and you can get back in the in the studio and doing what you do best.
0: Oh, well thank you. Me too. I appreciate it.